0: This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Tonight, we are at the RB Arena for match day three RB Leipzig versus Celtic. The old firm in Europe's big league. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on another big night of Champions League action Celtic are underway in Leipzig looking to overcome defensive injuries and get some more points on the board, it's level at the moment Rangers had a tough night at Anfield, losing 2-0 to Liverpool And we've even got midweek domestic action for you Kilmarnock and St Johnson's turn tonight After a huge win for Motherwell in Dingwall I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me tonight, you've got Stephen McGowan and Marvin Bartley You two are spoiled, rot. not only have you got Champions League football to watch You've got a big game to react to
2: last night as well This will fly in. Yeah, uh, what a fantastic week. Champions League, we spoke about it, you know, having two of the top teams in the Champions League is always going to make you know, good reading and obviously good radio. Um, we watched a game yesterday and now we're watching Celtic as well, obviously nil nil after 17 minutes, but it's been a good game, quite end to end.
1: Yeah, I mean, Stephen, only notable. Um, in fact, hold on. Oh, no, on. Celtic may well be about to fall behind, and indeed they have. It's I think a he's wonderful chipped finish.
3: Christopher and Kunku. From
1: Christopher and Kunku, you think that's going to be brought back? Yeah. Um, we'll have a look. I was going to say Celtic had been doing fine. It had been end to end. All, you know, Leipzig had looked dangerous. Celtic had got into the box a few times. The Leipzig keeper's been stretched off um, as he made a mess of a clearance earlier on. Seemed to hurt his knee, um, but I think that one is going to stand. You know, um,
3: yeah, it always looks like his own side. Yeah, it
1: looks like Juranovic maybe just playing him on What about Delightful the finish?
3: finish? A wonderful finish I Well guess.
1: how's that for timing? It changes things Celtic <laughs> are 1-0 down in Leipzig Well Stephen. you know
3: they had, they had ridden their luck in the early, early moments A couple of close things Listen they have a untried, untested central defense They've been thrown together And I think it was a long night for Rangers and Liverpool And it looks like it's now going to be a long night for Celtic and Leipzig
2: Yeah no, I totally agree I'm, st- I'm still thinking that might be offside Gordon if, it, if they call that I should go into maybe officiating
3: yeah.
1: Well, you give referees a hard enough time at the weekends, so it would only be fair yeah. that you give it a go. Oh, there
3: is a goal check. There is a goal there check. There is
1: a goal check, as there would always be it's gonna be close, I've given up trying to guess. Which we'll <laughs> just sit back and, and wait and see. There you go. Yeah.
2: Different. I'm a different listen. By the listen, way, is he
3: called it called off? Yeah. Look at the ice. I didn't guy. even
2: need VR. You didn't? I didn't. I'm going to go into the SFA, speak to a few of the refs and stuff and say, listen, I can B-A-R. help if you need to. They should yep, be calling exactly. it. You,
3: you are putting my watery numbers on yeah. the Saturday valid, uh, Celtic are no longer behind
2: in Leipzig,
1: by the way, <laughs> anyone <laughs> who's just joining us. This is live radio for you. What yeah, you exactly. Do? What um, a fantastic
2: defensive line that was, eh, Gordon? Yeah, brilliant. Anyway,
1: 0141 <laughs> That's the number for you to join in. Uh, Celtic fans, it's going to be one of those nights. So uh, if you want to talk to us as the game goes on, Please do There'll be a good opportunity I guess for you at half time And then certainly after the game We'll still be here for a bit To get all your post-match thoughts Rangers fans however You've had the night to sleep on it You've read all the comments In the newspapers And on social media And you've probably watched Some of the highlights back How do you feel about last night? Was it inevitable? Do you shrug your shoulders And say you were beaten By the better team? Or are you still frustrated At things that your team Could and should have done better? Let us know I know lots of you we're down there, maybe you're back and you can get in touch. And if you watched it on TV, please get in touch as well. 01419511025 Speaking of people that were down there, you were one of them? I was indeed what just was the back this afternoon.
3: Account like? Well you know, I, I think the the kinda of feeling after it is that in the pre match press conference Giovanni Van Broncker spoke about Rangers showing belief, having belief in themselves and displaying it. Don't really know if that happened. Um, there was a lack of conviction. You know, I accept, well, speaking off here, Marvin was saying, Look, what do you expect when you go to Anfield? I think Rangers fans just wanted to see their team have a bit of a go. You wanted to see guys like Ryan Kent, Malik Tillman show a bit of something, particularly for Kent, because Kent, is. I mean, the incentive for him was immense. You know, he's in, last year of his, of his contract, Strutting his stuff at Anfield The club where he used to play And I think it was just a bit of a feeling of Yeah, okay Didn't get thrashed But it was really just Ajax With Alan McGregor in goals for me
1: What do you make of that? Rangers fans Does that match your assessment? How do you feel it went on the night? To one 4 These nights are Interesting challenge for us Because we'll look back on that All the while keeping an eye on the Celtic game uh, Which is now 20 minutes in It's still goalless And uh, Marvin The team that Ange Postacoglu has picked tonight it was one that would have had other defenders in it if they were fit. Let's be honest: Carl Starfield and Carter Vickers both still unfit, which was a huge blow for Celtic. But Yens and uh, Stephen Welsh staying in the team, so the usual fullbacks and Taylor and Juranovic, kind of predictable midfield: McGregor, Hattati, O'Reilly, mostly predictable attack as well. You'd have to say with Kyogo and Jota and Maeda, uh, gets the nod as well. Remember, Lila Bada left home uh, left home due to religious reasons. And those other injuries that we suggested,
2: anything that surprised you there? No, no, no. As you said, you know, I think when you look at that team, you probably look at the two centre-halves, you look at kind of the tough time that they had um, against St Mirren. Um, obviously, you know, dealing with a different kind of striker today, a different kind of a kind of attacking force. But it's a big game for both of them. You know, Welsh is, is rated very highly and rightly so. Um, I think you'd have learnt a lot on the back end of the St Mirren result and... You know, he started quite comfortably in this game. Um, obviously, there's still a long way to go, but you know, I think as, as two centre halves, their pairing is going to be so important today because they could become under the duress for sure.
1: Yeah, all the talk from Celtic fans over the last couple of nights, Stephen, was there was an air of fearing the worst about it. Mm-hmm. With no disrespect to Moritz Jens and Stephen Welsh, fans seem to feel that one one of them is is a downgrade, but to have both at the same time does make life difficult. Well, you're I'll looking at
3: it. It. Celtic were absolutely flying. They 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 were winning games with, with relative ease, and then Cameron and Carter Vickers without the team, and it seemed to just kind of damage them. You know, in terms of their morale and the the, the performances, they lost to Saint when possibly against Portugal made changes they didn't have to make. They then go and they weren't particularly convincing against Murrowell. I wouldn't say by their standards. For me, Carter Vickers has been the best defender Scotland so far this season. It's no surprise if you take him out, they're going to be weakened. Carol Starfelt as well. And in the Champions League, you're already asking to step up a huge level. And you look at it with Rangers having James Sands in there, a midfielder playing central defence. If you take your best central defenders out of the team, you're going to suffer, you're going to struggle. And, you know, as I say, this could be a long night for Celtic.
1: there we are. We're just seeing replays of the RB Leipzig goal that was ruled out. And it was the... um left arm yeah or the knee cap or something yeah. <laughs> spotted it earlier
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> 01419511025 Celtic fans what are you thinking about what you're seeing Rangers fans what did you make of what you witnessed last night must be some happy Motherwell fans out there come on you don't get the chance to celebrate a 5-0 victory too often so we can hear oh. from you uh, as well and of course Hearts Fiorentina tomorrow there is a lot to get through let's kick it off with John uh, who's a Rangers fan, another let off for Celtic header, 10 yards out, drifts wide uh, John, as a Rangers fan, how do you look back on it last night? Uh,
4: well as I said dear to your, your colleague, I was at the game last night um, and it was great atmosphere but Rangers, <laughs> far too much respect uh, from what I watched Conor Goldstone and McGregor were the only two that I would give pass marks to the rest, absolutely
1: non-existent Oh what a, sorry, what a save from the RB Leipzig Substitute keeper, Celtic could well have been in front Great run by Maeda Crossed in, Kyogo's header, very close uh, But over the bar, good stuff from Celtic Still goalless um, John, you, you almost know that you, you can predict What I'm going to come back at you with Other people say, Liverpool, what do you expect Different league, more money 2-0, get on with it Why does none of that Make sense to you?
4: Because Liverpool were a bit of a class act, were miles behind. As I say, I think Rangers just went out there defeated before a ball was even kicked. It was actually a sore watch um, sitting in the stand. I had really great seats there at Hospitality and the seating where I was was quite close to the ground. And I'm watching guys like Tillman couldn't even challenge, wouldn't even make an effort, didn't even look interested. Henderson's floating about absolutely running the show not even breaking any sweat there was no pressure put on him it was just a really really poor performance for Rangers really really shocking there was lots of good uh, Rangers fans went down there in numbers um, to watch the game and it was it was a, a real sore watch to be honest it was non-existent for a Rangers team
1: lots of attacking here for Celtic lots of shots at goal just can't quite find that finishing touch that one goes over the bar from Morris Jens that's a good spell From Ange Postacoglu's side Right where do you think Marvin Because I don't Think anyone is suggesting Rangers should go there And outplay Liverpool And and have
2: real Strong expectations Of winning the game But can you still do more Within the defeat I think that's what John's asking for Yeah and I've seen A lot of people Kind of online Saying the same thing as John And you know Oh Kyogos could be in here Oh, oh, Celtic just, somehow haven't scored
1: in the last few minutes it's, it's
3: beginning to feel a bit Shakhtar Donetsk again isn't it uh, with uh, the so chances are missing. four now. chances
1: in the last minute for Celtic As you were Marvin
2: Yeah sorry <laughs> sorry, John Yeah no I've seen the points that John's making um, online quite a lot And to a certain degree you know, I understand it um, But I think you're going against Liverpool and they are class act you know, You're know, you looking at some of the players within that Liverpool team You're looking at Salah who was probably one of the best wingers in the world last season Van Dijk one of the best centre half Nunes comes in you know £67 million you got Diaz as well. I think it's just a tough, tough task on oh, no, those. Oh, and now no. Celtic are behind, and this on. one will stand. You would
1: imagine Christopher and Kunku again in. And you have to see, we don't do this too often. Callum McGregor on the edge of the attacking box. Celtic had pressure after pressure. It was corner after corner. Efforts at goal. It broke back to McGregor. Bread and butter for him usually. He just took a heavy a touch heavy touch. Yeah. Nipped off his toes, and as quick as a flash, Arby Leipzig got the other end, and the ball ends up in the back of was funny, the actually, net. It's funny.
3: He, he had an option there to do what he did against Monowil, actually and pull the guy down and actually take one for the team. He seemed to decide against it, and that's a great that's finish, isn't really it? From an angle, it's clinical, isn't it? It's yeah. absolutely clinical. Top quality.
1: Uh, so Celtic 1-0 down, we will eventually get to the end of your point, John. <laughs> this is just the, the difficulty we have on, on nights like this. Um I mean John's talking just about he mentioned did he did mention
2: Tillman, Tillman yeah for instance, he he gave pass marks to Goldson and McGregor. Yeah. Could Ranger still have done more? Possibly. Um you know, but you look at the two goals they conceded, you know, one's from a free kick, one's from a penalty kick. I think they defended extremely well. Um, I really do. I think obviously at the top end, that's where it's more difficult. I think some of the balls that were played forward to Morales were so difficult for him to deal with. I think you know they're far too high. Van Dijk, Matip are coming through the back of him. I think they have to play through the lines a lot more. I think you know Rangers went too direct, too early at times, and I think that's something you know as Gio said. And I know it's frustrating some people that you know we are getting better, and people are saying well, we've just lost two nil to Liverpool. Um, I think things have to improve obviously quickly if they want to you know finish in third place in the group, but. I do think there were some positives from, from yesterday. I don't think it was all doom and gloom. Was it acceptable? No, because you've lost the game at the end of the day. But I think you know the three at the back actually all, all did well. Um, plus plus McGregor and goal. Um, Stephen, I mean, you were there. Mm. Was it? Did he recognise what John
1: saying? Just not, just not enough. Not enough in the performance to get excited about.
3: Yeah, i go back to the point. I mean, listen, it's really difficult when you lose a goal like that after seven minutes. Um, But in essence, Alan McGregor kind of kept Rangers in it, kept a respectable scoreline. There were two ways to look at it before the game, two ways people were looking at it, which was that Liverpool were weakened and feebled, not quite the same team they'd been. You know, they were losing goals, they'd lost eight goals in three games. But that was the optimistic glass half full version. In reality, I think Liverpool, their athleticism, their speed, their movement, was really a different class. And listen, maybe that's what you should expect when you have 60 million, 70 million pound footballers on the team. You know, you're looking at a completely different stratosphere financially where... The Liverpool squad's worth seven times what, what, what Rangers squad is worth. So, you know, listen, Marvin will tell you all about that when they come up against Celtic and Rangers well, exactly, in Scotland. Yeah. So, you mm-hmm. sure, know, no, no sympathy. That's just the natural hierarchy yeah. of football. But, yeah, in a, re- in a realistic world, you know, what happened to Rangers last night, there was no shame in losing 2-0, but they didn't really do themselves as much justice as I think they would like to find.
1: Is that a fair rough comparison, Marvin? You, when you're... Livingston team Play Celtic or Rangers You may well lose the game And sometimes There's only so much you can do But you must In those games You'll still see things That you think We should have done that better That better That better Get closer there Make it harder Be more ambitious I'd imagine you and David Martindale The types of characters you are You don't get into the office After the game and go Ah well They're better than us So up the road and
2: no, see you Monday. most definitely, and, and, I, and I totally get your point. And definitely from the side, you, you'll see these things say, you know, they should have got closer. But I've been on the pitch as well against Celtic and Rangers, you know, playing against players who were uh, far more than me, paid a lot more money than me. Kind of, you know, the same situation that Rangers were in yesterday, playing against Liverpool. And it's not all, always down to finances, but these players are paid that amount of money for, for a reason. You know, you look at some of the Livingston players when we come up against Celtic and Rangers and the difference that they are paid. But I think when you go to that elite level and you've got playing against boys who are on £150,000, £200,000 a week. They really are that much better. They really, really are. And they showed that yesterday. And as I said, you know, it's easy to sit on the side and say, why has he not got closer? Why is he not closed down? When you don't have the ball, Rangers players aren't used to not having the ball. How many times domestically will Rangers go into a game, I think at 33% possession? yesterday's game it doesn't happen a lot mm. and mentally and physically it's very very tough when you're closing people down when you don't have the ball when you've got concentrate on defending you're not used to doing that for you know against 10 of the 11 teams you play against in the in the league so it is totally different for them yes they could have imposed themselves more on the game but I, I do understand it's not as easy as saying just run more because you know, they're not used to doing that That's not part of their mm. game. What do you think John?
4: I think to be honest with you just what your guys are saying there I can disagree t- to quite a bit there These guys were running about, not even breaking sweat. No matter how much money they're on, there's professional football players playing with Rangers getting a lot of money as well. Get the boot in, get stuck into them, chase, be hungry. We had none of that last night. Henderson was strolling about, not even breaking a bit of sweat. what I'm basically trying to say is, get somebody on him, get a boot in, get a tackle in. We had none of that. There was no fight, there was no desire. John, John, just on
2: that point, sorry to to interrupt you. When you're saying about, you know, press people and get the boot in, et cetera, and and chase after people, that's what the top teams want you to do. Because let me tell you something, when you play against Celtic and Rangers, if you go out of position too early, they'll punish you. And the same thing would have happened to Rangers yesterday. Gio and the rest of his coaching staff would have had a tactical plan. We can, we can disagree that you know it didn't work because obviously they've lost the game. But if you go out of position and think, do you know what, I'm just going to get close to somebody for the sake of getting close to them and they play the ball around you, all of a sudden there's a massive gap. And then we're having the conversations, why has that player gone impressed? Or the manager saying to him, why have you gone impressed you know, when you shouldn't have done that? That wasn't a tactical plan. So I do get it. You're thinking they're not breaking sweat, they're not doing this. But I'm telling you now, when you're sitting behind the ball and you have to concentrate on the rotations that Liverpool have as I have done against Rangers and Celtic, it's very, very difficult. And if you break too early and you don't win that ball, you'll be punished. Mm. Who are you blaming, John, if that's the right word? Do, do, do you not like the way the manager set it out
1: or did the players themselves shrink? Or who gets the blame?
4: Well, just what Marvin's saying about, when Livingston go and play Celtic or Rangers, for instance, these guys will try. those guys will have a go. You know, they'll they'll, they'll go and say, do you know what, we'll find our chances, we'll get stuck into them. Livingston gave Celtic Rangers many good games over the last couple of seasons, but last night, before put me actually single anybody anybody out like right? it's not it's unfair as a Rangers fan. It was just a real lack of effort. We were defeated before the ball was kicked, in my opinion, and we there was just no, we were just I think we were just lost boys in that part last night, and that's a problem. As I said, where I was sitting, a really good seat, and I watched. Tillman for instance didn't even as much as to make an effort to, to win that ball or make a challenge put a boot in make, make a challenge it was there to be won there was none of that but Colston Colston and McGregor as I say it could have been 2 on 7 if it wasn't for McGregor pulling it yeah John so, it saves again.
3: I, John I I, I, I... Listen, I can't dispute that there may have been a gap in terms of golfing quality. There might have been a golf in terms of the technical ability, the athleticism, the speed, the movement. I can't say Rangers didn't try. I didn't didn't put any effort. I think that's a wee bit unfair.
1: Uh, thank you, John. What do you think, Rangers fans? Are you agreeing or disagree with what you hear? Oh one four one nine five one one o two five breaking play in Leipzig, with thirty three gone. Juranovic has taken an elbow to the head, and he's down getting treatment.
3: Oh, 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 cut that. You know yeah.
1: what? See when it happened, I, didn't, I thought it's not actually not not much in that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it looked like the tiniest <clears throat> touch, but the elbows. All, I wonder if he'll be able to continue because that looks quite nasty. Yeah, there, was, there
3: was a rare sight before as well with Callum McGregor who had to go off for treatment in a knee mm. he's, he's limping a bit gingerly, so uh, you don't see that very often. Yeah.
1: Um, life at this level, Marvin. The stats flashed up, and I know they don't tell everything, but it's just. It was 50% possession each. I think Celtic had a, Celtic had more efforts on goal and more on target, and as quick as a flash, they're behind. And Kunku is worth
2: whatever amount yeah. of money and wanted by many big teams, and he's made Celtic pay. Yeah, that's normally the difference. You know, the players at the top end and, and how quickly they broke. By the way, because you know, yeah. if anyone's not seen the goal, like you said, Stephen, yeah. the speed from you know them having defending a corner to them putting a the ball in the back of the net. It was like lightning. And those players, like, say international footballers, those ones at the top end are the ones who make the real difference because you can sit behind, you can defend. But it's when you're transitioning from kind of attacking to try and then defend, you can't catch them. And that's a difficult thing for Celtic. But they had, have had more than enough chances. I think Andrew will say to them, listen, at half if time, it's, if it's still at 1 0, you'll get more chances. Well, they always more have a goal, don't they?
3: Yes, yeah, they do. It's funny, no though, isn't it? Because we always say one mistake at this level you punished that's, that's the case in point Isn't it Look at that How many just mistakes he- Does Callum McGregor touch. make yeah. How many
1: heavy touches Does Callum McGregor take In the 300 games He plays this season Not many <laughs> yeah, Not many at all And You think if you're going to do it Right do it 90 yards from your own goal And
2: you You'll know. be safe and, and
1: you're not They were
3: having a good spell At that point miss a yeah. couple of chances But you know Lack of Clinical finishing Has cost him so far And that's the case tonight As much as it was A shock to can uh,
1: It's all the rage Head knocks this week Marvin Bartley's Had one of his own I'll find <laughs> out more <laughs> About that next 01419511025 Joranovic is back up Rangers fans What did you think Of last night
0: RB Leipzig Versus Celtic The Old Firm In Europe's Big League
1: this is Clyde One Super Scoreboards. Celtic fans, it's gone from bad to worse Not on the scoreboard You're still 1-0 down But Captain Callum McGregor The man who plays every minute of every game it seems Has gone off injured And it looks like a knee injury He didn't really have anyone around him He tried to carry on and couldn't And he's gone off to be replaced by Oliver Abelgard. Uh, recent signing, has played one minute uh, off the bench <laughs> Against Motherwell at the weekend yeah, you Welcome to the club
3: For Carl McGregor to leave a pitch You would normally expect an axe to be embedded in his head So uh, that really tells you it must be A pretty painful one
1: And that at any time is Not ideal for Celtic Marvin They're behind in Leipzig They're trying to get something in the Champions League As Kyogo header's over They're still giving a good account <laughs> of themselves going forward um, But immediately you're probably looking at Is that Going to keep him out longer. He's suspended in the league this weekend anyway.
2: But for him, as Stephen says, him to go down with a knee injury and go off, that, that would be feeling the worst, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's a, that's a massive worry, no doubt about it. Obviously, like you said, for you know the remains of this game, but also going forward, um, Callum McGregor's been a driving force for Celtic for however long. You know, I don't know how many games he's missed. Um, in recent times if any at all I just wonder if he's picked up that knee injury um, for when he tried to do the block tackle at the edge of the box when they've conceded because mm. he kind of grimaced mm-hmm. after doing mm-hmm. that but I don't know if that was a frustration at, mm. at the time you know, of losing the tackle or he's actually hurt his knee so mm-hmm. maybe it is you know, kind of the, on the back mm-hmm. end of that he's hurt it but yeah that's a massive, massive blow to he's, lose your captain It's
1: he's, a funny game Stephen 42 minutes gone now so we're almost yeah. at half time we just mentioned that key, we'll go header over Celtic have been absolutely fine going forward and yeah. that they're creating and we, well, we know they give it a goal they always do um, and they they possibly could have scored. But you also feel like Leipzig could score a couple more if they yeah. wanted to as they've, well. It's they've got real, real,
3: real tempo, Leipzig, real strength going forward. A big three minutes for Celtic. If they get to half-time at 1-0, I think they'll be quite happy with that in the circumstances. They can regroup, reset, the ball, they can reset themselves and get back into it again. But the thing with Callum McGregor is he's a player who I think fans just take him for granted. And he's only really one you notice when he's not there. You, you really become aware of his influence then. And uh, yeah, it would be a, a really savage blow for Celtic If it's any kind of seriousness
1: Right, we'll keep an eye on that We'll go to Leipzig Get a report from the stadium at half-time And then Celtic fans That would be a great opportunity, wouldn't it? For you to tell us how you felt about the first half Stephen's a Rangers fan in Newton Mearns What did you take away from that game last night, Stephen?
5: Hi guys, thanks for having me on um, sure. Yeah, I was um, wanting to put to the panel to see what they thought about the, the kind of application of some of the players at Rangers Based on this year not just in Europe but also in the league as well compared to last year and I wonder if it's that kind of uh, staleness of a team that doesn't kind of change often enough and if there's certain guys that are maybe had expected to get a move by now or wanted a move by now that the heads are down a wee bit um, which quite ironically to me would seem you know if you have if the opportunity in the Champions League that is the short window to really give your best I just don't feel that like maybe some players are giving their best at the moment Who in particular then Stephen? Uh, I feel like like, so like Kent and Kamara and, um, I mean, Morelos is doing uh, injury aside, but I, I just feel like maybe these guys have been asked to hang on for another season, you know, in another season um, when really they wanted, you know, moves to the Premiership to be, you know, I know Kamara's been talked about going to France, but he's also quoted as saying he'd quite like to go down to England and, again, no, no, no problems with someone having ambition. Um, it's just really that kind of... Uh, Contrast of, well, if you want to be picked up by the big teams, you've got to look like you're the player. They don't want to see a guy that's kind of playing with their head down, you know, the attitude's not quite there. Just the team that we had last year, it's not a major difference in players, but the application just doesn't seem to be the same in some areas.
1: Can, Can that then, can that happen? Can things go stale? Because you guys have said that, you in particular, Marvin, the likelihood that Ryan Kent sits in the dressing room before the game and thinks... Ah, I'm not gonna I'm not bother. I'm not gonna give this a go, I'm not giving it a hundred percent tonight in Morelos or whoever. That's just that's just not gonna happen. But, but sometimes is there this thing that you can't put your finger on where the where the level does just drop and like I said, is it stale? I think that's what Stephen's getting at rather than just accusing people of, you know, deliberately not trying.
2: Yeah, that 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 can happen in football most definitely. Um I think, you know, if you read someone's stuff about Mourinho and, and Ancelotti um, two of the top coaches in the world—they always say you have to refresh things. You know, Pep's always been the same. Whether it's you know one or two players, you always have to refresh things. You have to change things for the benefit of, of the squad and the team because you know things do get stale in football. Um, you know, there's there's no chance that any player um, isn't going out there and giving a hundred percent. There's no doubt about that in my mind. Everyone's going out there and giving their all. One thing you know, a point that Stephen made is you know if people are looking at going elsewhere, and I don't know if they are, um, just in answering to his question, it's Rangers Football Club. So do you know what? If a player doesn't want to be there, then go. Um, you know I think it's a massive football club one that you know a lot of people would want to play for um, I don't think it ever works if you, if you try and keep somebody almost against their will and say you know give me one more season it, it kind of never ends well and I don't think Rangers would be doing that because I think you know the pool of players that they can attract if you don't want to be at a club of that size especially now playing in the Champions League then you know you have to really question yourself so I don't, I don't think there is any players and, and just the final point is you know we're talking about Rangers being stale and not doing that well Are they two points behind Celtic I, I think mean, they've lost one game yeah. this season yeah. You know, so sometimes put things in perspective. You know, it's, it's it's literally the start of the season. They've won six out of eight games, and people are saying they're not playing well. The sign of a good team is winning when you're not playing well. So imagine when they do get into full flow. If that's what people believe, there's a lot more to come from players. Has he made you feel better about it, Stephen?
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would like to think, yeah, that you know, every team goes through the rough periods over a season, and maybe we're just getting us out of the way early. But um, I, I think what Marvin says is. Makes, makes sense And I do like, I, I'm not wanting to say That a player wouldn't give 100% These guys are professionals At the end of the day But it's just The, the stark contrast um, I was also wondering If you've got time I was wanting to put a second point Kind of football related across um, that's, that's quite important um,
1: Yeah let's do that in a second No problem Plenty of time um, We'll throw some of your stuff back At, at Stephen McGowan Stephen um, I think What I'm detecting From the Rangers fans That phone in is it is about more than just last night Because mm. you know we've said The opening to the show Well look this was Liverpool If that was game one of the season You go to Liverpool You lose 2-0 You think right fair enough The, the fans who have been critical Rightly or wrongly Feel like this is part of a A pattern or part of a bigger Picture that they want to well, Complain well, about Well
3: you don't have to go back Too far in history To see what happens When do When you have players who Seem to want away from a club And the impact it has If you look at Celtic's 10 in a row campaign you had Christopher Ayer, you had Dodger Edward, you had Ryan Christie. If you remember, when they went out to the Champions League qualifiers, Neil Lennon had a bit of a sidewinder at them. He felt that there were players who didn't necessarily want to be there. And it turned into a season of relative disaster for Celtic. So, you know, it can... That Marvel will have a better awareness of this than any of us, but it does clearly have an impact on performances and results. And I think most people looking at it now would look at a situation where you could have Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos leaving Rangers at the end of the season... For nothing, as a strategic error by, by the people running the club. You know, the Rangers have talked spoken for a long time about developing a, a player trading model. Well, they've got that up and running now. They, they sold Nathan Patterson, they sold Calvin Bassey, you know, they, they, they got good money for players, uh, Joe Aribo as well. But, you know, you just wonder if they should have had that player trading model up and running a little bit sooner and got Ryan Kent and got Alfredo was out the door for good money. Um,
1: Stephen, what was your other point?
5: Um, yes, yeah, so um, the other sort of football related point, um, a friend of mine, James Howe and his brother, they're, they're currently uh, organising a Charlie's Charity Old Firm match on the 5th of November. Um, it's up at uh, Lochburn Park in Maryhill. Um, this is off the back of, unfortunately, their father passed away in March uh, this year um, and he, he had struggled in the past with uh, mental health and this is basically they're raising money for the Scottish Association for Mental Health. Um And it's it's just trying to get the word out there. You know, it's a great charity and and the guys are doing a kind of Old Firm game um, up at Loughburn Park. um, Kicks off at one o'clock. You can find the information on the Just Given page if you search for Charlie's charity Old Firm match. Um, Looking for donations. um, They're also looking for any help in terms of they would like to do a sort of raffle or anything like that. Um, I think the last I spoke to James, they were looking for green strips um, for the day. Um, They're just struggling to get anything that would kind of match what they're, they're looking for on the other side so it was just to really put that out there I appreciate you guys giving me the chance to, to put that across Not a problem
1: and we wish everyone well obviously a worthy cause if you're looking for a special guest referee we send Marvin Bartley up <laughs> more since of a line's person since he's <laughs> such an expert on the offside calls but no seriously we do wish everyone well with that thank you Stephen uh, for bringing it to our attention just a couple of minutes to go seven minutes added on at the end of this First half There was the Callum McGregor injury There was the Josip Uranovic Head knock Kyogo um, Just tries to get In the end of that header But it's cleared away uh, There was the goal That Leipzig scored And the then Le- was ruled out
3: Why you say Keeper Yes of course yeah.
1: Leipzig keeper um, I was g- <laughs> When I started That sentence I was going to say Leipzig uh, Celtic are probably Hanging on a bit At the end of the first yeah. half and then in that short time, Celtic have raced up the pitch twice and it's it, not come it's to It's just anything.
3: been a very... It's been pretty much like you expected Ange prost Celtic to be in the Champions League, actually. You know, it could, could just as easily be 1-1 as, or it could just as easily be losing 3 or 4 Um It's been really... It's been incredibly open. Probably a bit too open. And at times, it's looked as if Abbey Leipzig could cut through them. Gard played very little football, beginning to show a little bit as well. So, you know, I, I think Celtic will welcome the chance of getting at half-time... Just get things settled down again.
1: Uh, yeah, not too far away at all. We will go back to Leipzig. We'll speak to Gabriel, who's in the stadium and can give us uh, an update from there. Celtic fans, it would be a perfect time for you to get in touch, wouldn't it? If you call us uh, at half time when you're going to put the kettle on or maybe opting for something stronger, if this game's got you a bit nervous, uh, please pick up that phone and let us know. You can tweet as well, um, at Clyde SSB. Uh, Rangers fans, lots of thoughts coming in to last night. Stephen, who was on the phone there, is talking more no bigger picture about players and their desire to be there and so on and uh, rather than just the game last
2: night but a miscommunication there from Stephen Welsh and Joe Hart yeah that was that wasn't great at all I think Joe Hart's given them a call but I suppose as a defender you know if you're not sure the goalkeeper's going to make it and you clear it and then sort that out at half time I'm just wondering I know it's against kind of what Ange does in the way Celtic play whether they'll be better sitting off the ball because Leipzig seem a lot better when they're actually counter-attacking Celtic The Celtic seem, as soon as they give it away, kind of in Leipzig's defensive Mm -hmm. third, Celtic attacking third, all of a sudden, you seem to be defending. I wonder if they're better off sitting off the game, letting Mm -hmm. them have the ball, and then trying to play them at their own game. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think when you go and press high against Leipzig, it seems to, that's what they want you to do. Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting half, Celtic. You can make a case to say that they could be level, certainly, on
1: the chances created. But Leipzig will feel they've dominated the half as well. Let's get the story from the stadium.
0: Super Scoreboard European Football Coverage with MoyerAndSweeney.com The top team for your defence.
6: Take it away, Gabriel. Half time here in Germany and it is 1-0 to RB Leipzig. Celtic have had chances but Christopher Kunkus' counter-attacking goal is the difference at the interval. You've got to say Leipzig are worthy of their lead. Early on, it seemed like it might be a tough, long old night for the hoops. Andre Silva and Nkunku flash chances past the post in the first two minutes. Celtic then settled down. Their first chance came uh, when Leipzig goalkeeper gulaschi went down injured. He cleared the ball uh, into the feet of Reo Hatate, but he rushed his shot from 25 yards, took it with his weak foot, and it didn't come to anything. In the 18th minute, the hosts thought they were in front. Uh, Nkunku again was slipped through. It was marginal, but it was a lovely day finish when it came over Joe Hart. It was disallowed by VAR after it was shown that Nkunku was just ahead of Josip Juranovic. That seemed to wake Celtic up though. They had a brilliant 10-minute spell where they really rattled Leipzig, got in their faces and really should have scored. It starts with a brilliant header from Kyogo after a ball in from Deisen made it on the right wing. A great save from the substitute goalkeeper for Leipzig. Greg Taylor was then the next one to have an effort saved. A short corner well worked into left-back curling effort blocked by the keeper and then uh, another poor clearance from Leipzig gave Kyogo a fantastic chance the ball took forever uh, to drop to him though took his time and it was deflected went out for a corner and that ...is where it all went wrong for Celtic. Another short corner came to captain... Callan McGregor at the edge of the box. Usually so reliable... ...but he took a heavy touch... ...and suddenly uh, Leipzig pounced. They had five players sprinting into the Celtic half. McGregor couldn't quite get back... ...and Kunku was slipped through... ...and this time it would stand. He calmly rounded Hart and showed why he is Chelsea bound with a cool finish. McGregor then had to come off with a knock, perhaps sustained in that tackle from the edge of the box. Uh, Oliver Albegaard come on, but that's a massive blow for the hoops. Now the half then seemed to fizzle out until Kyogo flashed a header over and Joe Hart was forced into a few stoppage time saves. You've got to say, it has been end-to-end. Celtic have had chances, but they're going to need to regroup if they're to get anything out of this game. Leipzig looks so dangerous when going forward, especially on the break. Halftime here at the Red Bull Arena. Leipzig 1, Celtic nil.
1: Uh Let's take a quick call from Jack, who's a Celtic fan, having watched that first half. Jack, what did you make of it?
7: I've no idea how it's only 1-0 to be fair Um, chances galore I I was just speaking to your producer about um, not just the chances that Celtic are missing but just some of the decision making that we get um, in the second half Uh, sorry in the first half it seems to be like two or three passes getting towards goal and we just waste time after time Um, Hatati can be um, you know one of the prime suspects of that there's a lot of great stuff on the ball But Seems to lose it In a lot of positions um, Going forward um, And I think Juranovic is doing a lot of The first half also Covering a lot of ground Especially for Wales Obviously it's a big league for him But um, I think There's a more goals In this year I think One of them will definitely Come from Celtic
1: Celtic always look like Scoring in the Champions League Marvin But it doesn't always translate into that number Well they have one One against Shakhtar Should have been l- far more than that mm. None against Real When they probably should have scored um, and Maybe not quite the clear cut ones tonight But again, you know, creating It's is, is, is chance taking But a problem you know, Everyone will always obsess with Ange
2: Postecoglou And how he's too open But all of that would seem different if they would take more of their chances. Most definitely. And and probably at half-time, is in danger of sounding like a broken record. Because like you said, against Real Madrid, they had a few chances. Shakhtar, they had a f- some better chances. And then tonight, they've not taken them, you know, as kind of Jack said there. But again, you know, the hardest thing in football is creating chances. You know, it really, really is. And normally you go through games, you don't create a lot in the Champions League. They've created chances. It's that final bit now that they have to get right. And to be putting a pressure on the players because it's gone from, you know, Next time we can do better to now, this is your time. You have forty five minutes to go out there. We must punish them in the final third, like they did to us. And and the attacking players have to take that on. You know, they have to take that responsibility on. If it's domestically, those chances are in the back of the net. So there's a different pressure, isn't there, when you're playing in the Champions League. And we're seeing that from Celtic in the games. But they are creating chances, they are performing well, but just that final bit of you spoke about earlier, you know, where and at the other end is worth whatever, he's worth seventy million pounds, apparently going to Chelsea. You know, that's kind of the difference, isn't it? But listen, if Kierga gets in front of goal again, I fancy him putting it away. Feel none the wiser
1: Stephen We're halfway through And you could see Celtic getting something And you could also see them <laughs> Losing heavily
3: tonight it's, As Postacogli It's risk and reward isn't it Because I mean If you he, he goes for it He plays free up front He has Maeda He has Jota You can argue whether they are Really going to Contribute a massive amount In a night like this So maybe you need to be A bit more defensive But listen Last night Rangers are getting criticised For not playing a normal game Celtic are playing a normal game He's uncompromising He sticks to his principles and, you know, if his team are going to get down, as he said before, he wants them to go down swinging. And uh, that's just the way it is. And listen, anybody who thinks that's going to change under and posicago is kidding themselves on. Mm.
1: Uh, so Jack, still a bit of faith that something can go in your favour in the second half, you're not fearing the worst?
3: Yeah,
7: I mean, I think the game is really going to be won in the middle of the park. I feel like there's a lot of loose balls going on in the middle of the park. I mean, they've got some great players, Campbell, etc. But I, I just feel that if, we're, if we win the ball in the middle of the park and we get it forward quick enough, it's only a matter of time, uh, you know, for Kyogo or Giotto to stick one away. Yeah, the
1: midfield battle's got harder, of course. No Callum McGregor has gone off injured. Thank you to Jack. What are you Celtic fans making of this? and what about you Rangers fans from last night how do you look back on a tough evening at Anfield call now and we'll try and get you on next
0: RB Leipzig versus Celtic the old firm in Europe's big league this is Clyde One super scoreboards
1: it is half time in Leipzig Where it's RB Leipzig 1 Celtic 0 Gandalf is on Twitter Says decent game Could be 3 all. Biggest worry is the McGregor injury Hopefully not bad But I fear the worst Quite a good summation of events yeah, Stephen. Not, not a lot uh, to argue think, with
3: there I think that will be the thought In every Celtic supporter's mind right now How bad is Callum McGregor? That will be the dominant question The first question I post gets asked In the post-match When was there I think? Um,
1: Celtic will all... Obviously look at what they can do and that's where we would focus. Um, I think you can see, Marvin, that Leipzig are, are quite at it tonight. They've had a real mixed bag this season. They had disappointing results. That's why the manager got sacked. Yeah, They've looked better since
2: the new one came in. I think they won 4-0 at the weekend. Um, they look like they know what they're doing. Yeah, they do look a, a, a lot better. And Like you said, the manager was sacked. Um, they got the new manager bounce. But you know, within all that, Celtic still creating enough chances, and that would be the positive that, that Ang will be saying to his players: Listen, we can get back into this game. Yes, kind of at the back, we have to keep it tight. Um, we have to be aware of the counter attacks. We have to make sure if they do counter attack us, they counter attack wide rather than you know, through the middle of us. Um, but listen, at the top end, we're creating chances now. Up to you boys to take them. You know, these players want to play in the Champions League, and be saying to them: Listen, go and prove it. Go and show the rest of the world what you can do because I believe in what you can do. You guys believe in what you can do. Let's go and show everyone else now and. You know, hopefully they get a goal or two in the second half. Uh, 01419511025,
1: Celtic fans, if you want to talk to us at the break, um, you can tweet as well, of course. And Rangers fans, we're still looking back on events at Anfield. Stephen, the notion that Ange Postacoglu does something drastically different after the break, it's it's not even a real debate anymore. we've, We've been through this. We know the way he likes to go about his business. And actually, he's already been forced into one significant change with Callum yeah. McGregor off and Abel Gardon.
3: Yeah, likely, I think the likely changes. The way it usually goes is after an hour when players are beginning to tire a bit. I think you'll see Haxabanovich coming on from Maeda possibly. You'll probably see Macus who's fit again on the bench. That's a bit of a boost for him. Doesn't have fantastic options tonight because because of obviously obvious absentees. So um, he's probably quite limited in his options. He's already made one big change in midfield. I think he'll just try and freshen it up up front. Maybe... Fifty minutes of the
1: second half Yeah, as you say Haksibanovic, Jackie Makis, Two obvious uh, options Both missed the game At the weekend Both come back in Noliel bad. I remember He didn't travel Due to religious reasons um, With all the focus on The back two Marvin of Stephen Welsh And Morris Jens And a lot of Celtic fans Fearing the worst how have they done specifically Celtic's
2: undoing Has it not been the fact That the team's been quite open Rather than that Those two specifically Are having poor games Most definitely you know I think those two young men Have, have, have done well um, like I said, you know, against St Mirren it was very, very different for them. But but tonight, I think in the first forty-five minutes, they've done well. It's just a counter-attack, isn't it? I spoke about the transition earlier, of kind of Celtic attacking and them getting yeah. back and defending. Um, so you know, the two centre halves aren't at blame for absolutely anything, but they have to do that again. There's no good doing it for forty-five minutes they need to do it for the second forty-five minutes as well, and give their boys up front a chance of getting them back in the game. Teams are back out quickly, Gabriel. Any changes at the break?
6: No, it doesn't seem that way, Gordon. As Steven was touching on earlier, not too many options for Ange Postacoglu, but the two obvious ones are Sayed Haksibanovic and Jorgos Yakumakis. Surely we're going to see plenty of minutes from those two. It's usually the 60th minute mark that Ange Postacoglu goes to make his substitutions. We're going to have to wait and see. Celtic are going to have to do something here if they aren't going to get a result. Leipzig looking so dangerous. On the counter-attack as well They've got players on the bench They could bring on like likes of Emil Forsberg Sweden International So yeah, second half Just about to get underway Here in Germany It's a big task for Celtic here
1: it's Still 45 minutes of this game, Stephen But already the, the battle for second In Celtic's group is going to be Fascinating If you assume Real Madrid beat Shakhtar yeah. Then, OK I think that's what most people would expect and, and they would go off into the distance On nine points Shakhtar would stay on four Celtic would stay on one If things remain as they are and Leipzig would go on to three. It's not beyond the realms of possibility that Celtic do beat Leipzig in Glasgow next week. So it's it's I, still going to be extremely
3: tight, isn't it? To be honest, Gordon, I, I think the best place for Celtic and Rangers to finish is third. I might sound ridiculous to say, well, you wouldn't qualify, but you would get the big money, you would get the big games, you get the big crowds, and then you get Europa mm. League football after Christmas. For Rangers, you know, do, do, uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst said last night they need to take points. Liverpool at home, they've got Napoli away, that's going to be a real big ask, and then try and make the final game against Ajax mean something. Even then, that depends on Ajax dropping mm. points. Yeah. And, you know, Celtic will be looking to do the same because, you know, there are real. And uh, listen, let's be honest, for me, Celtic and Rangers are effectively Europa League
1: teams. Although yeah. oh, I, I do get that, and it might not end brilliantly, but yeah. what an achievement it would be. And that, that would be my point. Although you are at the top table, and although there's a perception that you're out of your depth, Celtic could lose this game tonight and still be in yeah. with a fighting chance because yeah. of the way the group's panning yeah, out. Yeah,
3: but I mean, you know, I, mean, I, I, I tend to always think about these things. I think back like to Celtic making the last 16 a couple of times against Juventus and AC Milan, you don't really remember those games of any great effects or fondness. If you don't win them, if you don't win yeah. them. If you get to the Europa League semi-final or the final It becomes an epic season So You know I've been quite saying that all along That the real the prize for Celtic and Rangers In this tournament Is to get a third place in the groups And just keep themselves in the battle Keep their hopes alive Going into the new year
1: Well it's definitely going to be doable Not to say that Celtic will Marvin But you know Like we said Even if they lose this tonight All that's going to do is Bunch Leipzig next to Shakhtar And Celtic would only be Two points behind Leipzig anyway Ahead of the game in Glasgow So um, I'm sure Ange Postacoglu Has got loftier ambitions And wants to get something tonight And in fact He might have a golden opportunity here Keogh goes through his square to Jota And Celtic have equalised 47 minutes on the clock A devastating counter-attack from Celtic And Jota rolls the ball into the bottom corner Expertly set up by Kyogo, and it's Leipzig one, Celtic one. Well, we spoke about them being sharp at the top
2: end, didn't we? <laughs> Two yeah. minutes into the second half, they've gone and done that. I think they've listened. Think
1: they well, had well, us on. Was, it, was, it,
3: it, was it me that said three minutes ago? You're not sure about the value of in Jota and like this. <laughs> 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 that's, that's why I don't do a coupon. Well, we, did, we did. also say let's
1: let's cover our own backs. We did also say you could easily see Celtic scoring, and you could easily see Leipzig running away with it. It was that kind of it was a good finish. Good game. finish it was a really good goal, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Next, next decision making from Kyogo a really. Cool finish from Jota
2: His awareness there For any young centre forward That gets to see this goal Doesn't even look up once He knows where his player is He knows where he is And that That is the elite You know we speak about If that's at the other end We're saying you know That's unbelievable, Kürger That is the elite I even really like the finish From Jota I know it seems simple But he's running at pace The ball comes across And he's able just to Just Guide it back up the way it came. Well, he knows the goalkeeper's coming you know, across to where he is. So he knows his body mm. weight's all shifting to the goalkeeper's right. So if he kicks it to his left, there's no chance he can dive and save it. He puts it to the goalkeeper's right, he can still get down. There we are. What a game we've got on our hands. What a game we're about to have on our hands here as well
0: beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Stephen
1: McGowan visibly shrinks when he hears the <laughs> beat the pundit music I'm
3: uh, uh, not very tall at the best of time Mar- <laughs> so, yeah.
1: uh, Marvin has a I don't know a love-hate relationship uh, with beat the pundit you were all full of it you were up
2: full of bravado last week and then you lost yeah that was a problem that that defeat has hit me hard has Marvin. it? yeah <laughs> it confidence crisis <laughs> on Liverpool <laughs> isn't it? let's see how we go tonight
1: 01419 Five one one zero two five, and if you want to beat the pundit, your call must be in before seven o'clock.
0: RB Leipzig versus Celtic, the old firm in Europe's big league. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboards. <sighs>
1: Still RB Leipzig won, Celtic won that Jota goal Just before the news Get Celtic right back into it And the game hasn't changed at all Celtic look lively when they go forward And RB Leipzig definitely look lively when they go forward It's going to be quite the finish So Celtic fans, if you can bear to come out from behind the couch And give us a call, we're here for you Rangers fans, I suspect you will Definitely want to get something off your chest About last night So oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. 01419511025 um, of course, a famous victory in the Highlands for Motherwell that we've not got to yet, <laughs> uh, and Comanlock St Johnston tonight as well in the Scottish Premiership. Um, St Johnston all of a sudden quite a good little run, and Comanlock could be doing with picking up some points. But the real match of the night has to be this one.
0: Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online: thescottishsun.co.uk/slash/football.
1: Right, beat the pundit time, Marvin Bartley. You've had a rough week. You've come in here You've got a big scar on your head I can see it from here I noticed <laughs> on, on, social, you can't on, see on it. social media You were posting pictures of the blood on your head Oh look at me, please feel sorry for me All that sort of stuff A
2: training ground accident Yeah, no Hastings, another coach by the way I don't know what he's trying to he's Trying to get a contract clearly Ball comes at the back post I'm just trying to head it away He's trying to score like it's a World Cup final Clash of heads Yep I mean Stephen
1: you've got to ask questions When two coaches are clashing heads Going up for a header
3: You you train as you play yeah Yeah. That's what they always say Train as you play Well Um, I'm done
1: so I don't know what I'm doing Um,
3: Oh that's brilliant Yeah really Oh the post.
1: post. It was a wonderful move by the way On the edge of the box Really really sharp stuff My goodness Um, So let me get this straight Two coaches go up for a header And clash heads um, Both bleeding Who put the cross in for the clashed heads? The gaffer Oh you're joking The, the floater <laughs> I know Oh come on Yeah
2: I know You couldn't make it up could you Did the players Are they, are they allowed to
1: take part in training Or is it all about you three <laughs> No it's all about us three The gaffer's okay. the
2: floater <laughs> uh, I'm glad
1: um, The ball's hit oh, great, great, great Taylor's arm hand. Do you know much about I don't know it? if it's one of those That pops up off his nah, foot can't do Yeah about I think that. it popped up off his foot Right anyway uh, Tonight's contestant Beat the pundit Stephen in Moss Park How's it going Stephen? Uh, fine Now Stephen Producer Chris uh, Sorry to land you in it He tells me you're a wee bit nervous Is that fair? Yeah But do you know the good thing about this? Of every pun that we ever have on this show Stephen McGowan is the most nervous Right? Your yeah. name, your namesake feels the same Bartley's all over the place He's had stitches <laughs> in his head <laughs>
7: he's,
3: he's concussed <laughs> He lost last week You should be spared under concussion <laughs> protocol Should you not? Two weeks off He's I still agree.
1: having nightmares about Sean Kelly's penalty in <laughs> pays late the weekend So Stephen in Moss Park It's fine, okay?
3: Yep
7: Good
1: you're, you're amongst friends It'll be absolutely <laughs> fine uh, And Above all that, I would be delighted if you would beat Marvin Bartley I don't feel so strongly about poor Steve McGowan He's just a, a gen- genuinely nice man But uh, Marvin deserves to lose quite regularly So heads at <laughs> Stephen, tails at Marvin And it's tails Aww. Marvin Bartley up against Stephen in Moss Park So Marvin, we'll give you some Clyde 2 yeah. to listen to So that you can't uh, hear what's going on Right Stephen, 30 seconds, just answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know That's the best advice I can give you, alright? Yep Right, top man then 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Who was older on their Celtic debut Dion Dublin or Freddie Unberg? Eh, Name the last team Celtic beat in the group stages of the Champions League Pass Richard Forster is currently player manager of a team in which country? Pass Name any previous Livy manager who wasn't Scottish Pass Name any manager in Scotland Who's previously managed In the English top flight Pass Which Celtic First team goalkeeper Hasn't played A a league game this season You've got a bit of time Because I started the question Which Celtic Goalkeeper In the first team squad Hasn't played a league game This season yet Pass Alright Let's bring in Marvin
2: Bartley Can you hear us Marvin Yeah. I've never seen move so quickly unless I can still hear the questions. Are <laughs> mm. okay, you feeling, feeling alright? Yeah. How does Steven do? Not telling you. Ready? No. Yeah. Who was older on their Celtic debut, Dion
1: Dublin or Freddie Unberg? Dion Dublin. Name the last team Celtic beat in the group stages of the Champions League. Pass. Richard Foster is currently player manager of a team in which country? America. Name any previous Levy manager who wasn't Scottish. Uh, pass. Name... Any manager in Scotland who's previously managed in the English top flight?
0: Pass. Wow.
1: Which Celtic first team goalkeeper hasn't played any league games this season Scott yet? Scott Bain. Okay. Oh. Stephen, was, was it as bad as you feared?
7: Mm, was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Were you asking me, Stephen? Definitely. <laughs> Lucky. Stephen racked up more passes in that game. <laughs> <laughs> than Barcelona did in the entire 2017 <laughs> season. I would you? I have so. no pressure on. Yeah, easy to say that's that true, now, uh, Stephen. I love it, mate. Uh, do you know what, Stephen? Oh, I was guy. I was happy for you in the sense that the first question was a fifty fifty. So I thought at least. Oh, oh my oh, goodness! For RB Leipzig. Yeah, Celtic are two one down, and there's not much you can do about that. Wow. Blasted into the bottom corner from wow. about 25 yards out. It's a wonderful finish. 61 minutes gone. RB Leipzig two, Celtic one. Hats off to that.
2: Yeah, that is that's some finish. Like it's you a said, just better finish. Yeah, it. there's nothing you can do about that. You can talk about trying to close the ball down, but sometimes in football, you've got to hold your hands up and say, do you know what, that's a good attacking play.
8: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Stephen in Moss Park might be having to hold his hands up here because he got Freddie Unberg wrong, and you got Dion Dublin right. Wow, <laughs> thirty six and thirty three, one 0 to Marvin. Uh, the last team Celtic beat in the group stages, Stephen. Anderlecht. Anderlecht. Um None of you got that. Is there going to be a little check here, right? There's a no. player who ducks in front of Joe Hart and he's mm. offside. Mm. No? Okay. We'll see. Uh, Richard Foster's currently in the USA, 2 0 to Marvin. This question was tough. I am not sure I'd have got this, Stephen, because there's so many to choose from. Name any previous Levy manager who wasn't Scottish?
3: Marcelo? Yeah, um,
1: Marcio, Maximo, Marcio Maximo. Mark, yeah, Mark yeah, Proctor, Roberto yeah. Landi, guys like that. I mean, I really know tough. Of them. Oh they're checking it Gordon you could be right.
3: Goodness
1: me Well they would check any goal anyway Wouldn't they But I just mean the fact that he was He was certainly in front of Joe Hart It's just the question is Does he interfere uh, not, yeah, so.
3: Joe Hart wasn't getting to that I'm sorry but yeah. Do you know what Joe Hart needs to do there Is cause oh, more of a fuss he's going to have a look You know, He's going to have a look
1: Joe yeah. Hart should complain more Usually, usually
3: that means They're going to turn it over Yeah Yeah You shall see
1: Anyway Um Name any manager in Scotland Who's previously managed in, Scotland's top fl- in England's top flight Malky McKay Malky McKay or Owen Coyle mm. So none of you got it And the Celtic goalie who hasn't played the game this season Is Scott Bain Which means it's a 3-0 win for
2: Marvin Bartley Stephen It happens It happens Stephen Listen Don't worry mate <laughs> Sometimes you come up against teams that are just too good And I was talking about attacking play just now Mine was too good today Do you know what Stephen though That's you got the nerves out the way You can give it another go at some point yeah
4: Exactly Good. I'm just so glad you're talking about the Celtic game during that
1: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly And them conceding That's cheered you up Stephen's oh, a that, fan. He's going to give offside That, isn't that he? was Stephen in Moss Park Let's see Offside
3: yeah Oh my That's a, real, that's a, that's a big break for Celtic Bartley though. and Duncan are the offside correspondents yeah. You'll be a year, though You'll That's be what a I've learned Celtic fans celebrating as well they might Celebrated it like a goal of their own. Yeah. <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> I love that.
2: It's happened
1: a
3: Who really? says
1: VAR sucks the joy out of football, Goodness Stephen? Me, it does for the home
3: team. Two labby goals now chalked off, and I tell you what, two brilliant goals as well. But uh, listen, rules are the rules. Exactly. That's, that's
2: it. That's what it's there for. That's a reminder, though, to Celtic. It is. It's a reminder. Oh,
1: it's, one. Gonna
3: be a lot, it's going to be a
2: It's oh, going to be done this time. Celtic
1: have conceded oh, this no, one. Unbelievable! No, that's going to count. Joe Hart Unbelievable That's that's unforgivable Stephen
3: Listen I'm afraid to say Errors are becoming A feature of Joe Hart's game now Big Decisive That's
1: remarkable Yeah Marvin The Celtic fans Are still celebrating Getting a VAR call In their favour And Joe Hart passes it Straight to RB Leipzig who go and score?
3: If you if you if you have an inexperienced Mid central defence oh like that, goodness. you really need a, a, a leader like Joe Hart to show up and help them out. And he's just sold them down the river there. That's, so that's poor. a dreadful mistake. So so poor. dreadful.
2: If the Leipzig player misses that ball, it's not even going to a Celtic player. No, it's, it's dreadful. It's not in vicinity even of a player. Look behind, there's no that, one
3: there. That was always a concern, of course, at Manchester City about Joe Hart, About his kicking game. And oh, I'm afraid, there man, that is uh, that's really poor that. stuff. You, that's
2: you,
1: really
3: you
9: Wow, stuff. I know.
2: You
1: talk- but, don't necessarily expect Ange Postacoglu Celtic to change the way they play, and, and they shouldn't, you know, all this stuff that all, you, you know, I you, oh, just kick it up the pitch. They're not going to do it. What's the point? We're wasting our time. But does that then come down to a bit of game management, you know, well, where you've you've just had that break and Joe Hart's got it? Can you just for that one split second take stock and not try and rush a pass out to someone
2: or maybe look to clip a channel just in that one moment? Yeah, it comes down to the decision making. Because they're set up, and, and Jens pulls to left, by the way, and he's free for a square pass. So the defenders have done exactly what they're, they're due to do. The goalkeepers made the wrong decision. They're, if you're playing from the back, you, you have to make the right decisions. And oh, if you make a wrong decision, listen, if you give it to Jens and he gets overturned, then you've got a chance of getting it back. But that, you, you can't do that. I mean, as I said, the pass is poor. There's no one behind him. Greg Taylor ends up pressing from the left-hand side, but the ball's curling out to the Leipzig players' right-hand side, so... No, that, that's not acceptable. I don't think you clip it down the line. I think you just make a better decision. And the goalkeeper's played the level he has. You know, as I said, it's not an inexperienced goalkeeper. Well, we,
3: we, we've discussed the danger of Celta having the, the central defence they have tonight. That was nothing to do with them. No. And that, you look at the Motherwell goal as well, the own goal for Duranovic, And for me, Joe Hart was at fault there as well. So... Becoming a bit of a pattern and a worrying one for Celtic
1: Yeah and Celtic have been robbed, they were in a good attacking position They they looked like they were trying to make something happen after conceding that goal But Leipzig got the pitch Anyway Ian, uh, as a Rangers fan in Portsmouth How do you look back on last night Ian?
8: I thought it was absolutely shocking Um, I don't know what uh, Geo sees in Tillman at all He's never played a good game for Rangers Kent's just no interested Uh, I'd just like to see what the panel Think about
1: that It's an interesting time for Tillman Marvin because he starts the season well But he's been playing a number of big games And struggled, not to say he's been the only one Obviously Mm -hmm. But then
2: what's strange about it is when it got back round to the Bread and butter league games, he's now not really playing them Either Yeah, and and I said it before on the show, for me Tillman's a number 10 You Mm -hmm. know, that's it That's his position, people will moan about him You know, we're obsessed in this country sometimes Of what people can't do, I'll tell you something If you give that boy the ball in that number 10 position and yes he did against us first game of the season people say I was only Livingston he came on and changed the game for Rangers You know him playing in there Lawrence going slightly wider mm. he's a number 10 it's, it's for me it's pointless playing him wide and obviously Gio sees something because he sees him every day that he thinks he can do it but I think he does struggle in the big games if you're not dominating possession he's not the player that you need because he's not going to track back he's, he's not going to you know, make these tackles but if you do have the ball I think he'll open up defences mm. that's his job is that do you understand why the Rangers fans would struggle to swallow
1: that, though, Stephen. You know, they, they they feel like they've got high standards and they can't carry those passengers that can only play at times when you're you know dominating the ball.
3: Well, I think I think it's a bit harsh to point. I mean, if you look at the header against U S G, which which he scored at the back post, True. wasn't it? He then ransacked the defender against P S V for that goal for Antonio Cholak. So you know, he has made a, a, a contribution and he looked a very good player. Oh. Not
1: decent enough save, yeah. Joe Hart, that one with his feet
3: He looked a very good player to begin with Listen, I think everyone accepts he looked like a boy lost last night The one point I would make, and it's a point Rangers fans keep coming back to Is a failure to sign a proven right-sided midfielder, attacker um, You know, Tillman is playing in the right side That's just, as Marvin said, that's not his position That's not mm. what he does You're throwing him in at the very top level against world-class players In a position he's not particularly comfortable with I would be reluctant to... to, to, to mm. Full full under a bus for that.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he wasn't the only one though. And then it's not all Malik Tillman's fault, is it?
8: Can I come back on that then? As the is the the panel said, if Tillman, if Gio's seen him every day, and that's not his position, should Gio got the tactics wrong last night then?
2: For me, in terms of Tillman playing right midfield, no matter who it's against, I, I I don't agree with that. And as I said, it's easy to sit here as a pundit and say these things because the manager might see something different. He might have seen a weakness in Liverpool's left-hand side that he thought Tillman could exploit. But for me, he's, he's not a right midfielder, he's an attacking midfielder. And that's why I think he does struggle in the big games when he's played out there.
1: Is that fair? Why, why is the manager putting him in these big games or, or putting him in that position? I think he was asked about it. He defended it to a point saying that he played there against PSV, I think.
3: Well, you know, we, we we assumed Robbie Matondo was going to come in and play there and he did against Hearts and he, he did okay. You know, he did all, he did an assist for, for Cholak's second goal, uh, showed signs of brightness. He then came on last night on the left side for Ryan Kent and almost scored a brilliant goal. So, I, you know, I, I think we have to accept it's going to take time for players, new signings, they all they settle at different rates of, or, or they need more some some need more, more time than others. If Matondo's showing signs of life, give him game time, give him a chance, put him out there again. Mm and don't expose Malik Tillman to a position which, on the face of it, he doesn't look particularly comfortable with. You
1: hear a lot of people, though, Ian, saying there's not much you can do, Liverpool are just much better, and these things happen. You're not buying that, though, by the sounds
8: of it. I understand that, but my second point, if you watch the game last night, when Liverpool were attacking, Rangers midfield, their defence, when they run towards a Liverpool player to shut them down, they stopped about two or three metres, they never got near them. So when the Liverpool player got the ball, he had plenty of time, stop, have a look about. The Rangers players stood and watched them, every one of them. They're two three, get into their faces. I'm quite sure when Marvin's team limits go to Ibrox or Celtic, they didn't stand off them. They go into them. They they make it hard for them. Rangers just made it too easy. Yes, Liverpool are the far better team. More money, we understand that. But, but for God's sake, try a bit and show a bit of heart. I bet you a pound of thousands of supporters out there. You could could have picked eleven of them apart from McGregor and would have played better than half of them last night. The professional football players show a bit of pride. Kent doesn't know what to be there. He's no interested.
1: Yeah, we had a couple of complaints about Ryan Kent last night, Marvin and a couple along the lines of, you know, wasn't ambitious enough when he got the ball. I and mean, what mm-hmm. why not even just try and beat someone, try try and run at people, don't be tentative I think another one was it the, was it was it in the lead up to the penalty where he he lost it and sort of jogged back or was it another one I think when Salah kind of robbed him on the halfway line and
2: he, you know he jogged back I don't know are those fair. Um, I, I think when you use the word you know try and do this or try and do that sometimes you know wingers and, and attacking players they're such confidence players you know so if he's you know not playing to his full potential he's going up against Trent Alexander Arnold who's got a massive points to prove by the way he's trying to get in the World Cup squad. Um, people always moan about him defensively and how poor he is. If you look at the stats, he's not actually that poor as a defender. So it it could be that. Listen, I get what Ian's saying, you know, try get close to them, try and get in their faces. And I said it earlier on to a caller. You know, I've played against Rangers and Celtic before and you try and do that and you come out of position, they punish you. Liverpool have done the same to Rangers yesterday. So I don't think it's a... No, down to a lack of commitment a lack of trying a lack of working hard they were the tactics to sit off the game they got into a certain area then press I think if you go and press in ones and twos against top teams in the Champions mm. League you're going to get punished Again Stephen this goes back whether it's the individuals or the team this is because
1: Rangers fans rightly or yeah. wrongly feel it's part of a pattern see if Ryan yeah. Kent had been yeah. ripping up all season Scoring for fun, assisting for fun, ripping teams apart and then had an off night at Anfield. Yeah. We wouldn't get the same complaints about it, but people feel on these phone lines that this is sort of typifying him at the moment.
3: Well, what is it? Is, it, is he and the third Rangers fan tonight Has made a very similar point? So there's clearly a body of thought out there that it's a consensus that for whatever reason, you know, Rangers did not show up last night. But the worrying thing for the Rangers board, I think, is it will draw more attention in the squad management. There's already a, a bit of discontent that they didn't spend on quality players before the window closed. You've got the question, as you quite rightly say, about Kent, about Ellis, about the players going out of contract. Rightly or wrongly, there's going to be heat if the, the forthcoming Rangers AGM over the way Rangers have handled this season. Because the Champions League has exposed some weaknesses.
1: Mm, thank you very much, Ian. It was nice to hear from you. So a big game last night, a big game
0: ongoing at the moment. Super Scoreboard European Football Coverage with MoyerAndSweeney.com The top team for your defence
1: We're enjoying bringing you the big games we were on until 11 o'clock last night for that game At Anfield And thanks to Moira and Sweeney Litigation Who are our sponsors of European football coverage this season They're giving you the chance to win a 60 inch Samsung 4K Ultra HD TV And you can go to Clyde1.com to enter for the chance to win While you're there you can find out more about Moira and Sweeney Offering high quality representation for everyone throughout Scotland Whether it's minor or serious matters They have got you covered So thanks again We are back again uh, with an extended show Tuesday and Wednesday until 11 o'clock next week. That's going to be good fun. Uh, and all thanks to Moira and Sweeney litigation. Still, Leipzig 2, Celtic 1. Uh, we'll reach the conclusion of that game next.
0: RB Leipzig versus Celtic. The old firm in Europe's big league. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboards.
1: RB Leipzig 3, Celtic 1, it looks like the game is beyond Celtic and you have to say, Marvin Bartley,
2: it was stunning from the home side. They have ripped Celtic apart. Yeah, what a fantastic goal that is. Um, Really is, you know, the right back goes powering down the right-hand side, Jota tries to track him, a fantastic diagonal's hit to him and then Silva's in the middle. Takes a fantastic touch, by the way, because I thought he was going to try and hit it first time but the composure he shows, puts it in the back of the net and now the worry is for, for Celtic, you know, what do you do? Do you, do you try and sit in and kind of leave it at three one? They carry on pressing. They seem to be carrying pressing at the moment, but you know if this goes to four one five one, they, they haven't deserved that really. You know, as again we said in the first half, Celtic should have probably scored more chances. But you know, you, you don't want to get beat four or five one. You know that that's not great going into you know the game against Leipzig next Cl- week. Clinical
1: doesn't even cover that, Stephen. It's a, a long diagonal, as Marvin says. The overlapping right back then. Hits the cross first time on the volley Straight into the path of Silva Who takes a brilliant touch And quickly flicks it Beyond Joe Hart That is a top goal at this level yeah, There is
3: no blaming Joe Hart for that one I mean that was a brilliant goal And it's going to be a really long last 10 minutes for Celtic now As Marvin said They are running mm. over the top of Celtic Who look pretty gassed mm. to, yeah, For want yeah. of a better yeah, word they've
1: made a couple of changes uh, James Forrest and Sead Haxabanovich have come on yeah. uh, Dyson Maeda And
3: Matt O'Reilly went off um, and now RB Leipzig are bringing on fresh legs Which is probably the last thing Celtic want to see right now But absolutely. listen, you know, ultimately I, I I suspect Leipzig would have won anyway But you go back to that Joe Hart era Which mm-hmm. came at really awful time And, you know, ultimately RB Leipzig have been a far better yeah, team
1: Yeah, but both things can be true, Marvin Leipzig have deserved to be ahead in this game There yeah. is absolutely no doubt about it Sometimes then, if you're going to try and Get something from a game where you are not the better team you need to get the big moments right. And Joe Hart got the big moment wrong and it really put
2: Celtic on the back foot and, and set this on its way. No, exactly. And, and you mentioned earlier, no, the Celtic fans were just celebrating the VAR, the disallowed goal, and then all of a sudden the ball's at Joe Hart's feet under no pressure at all tries to play it out and then the next minute it's in the back of your net. Um, you know, experienced player, that, that shouldn't be happening. But we were speaking, you know, I said earlier on the show and I'm in danger of repeating myself about being ruthless in that final third. You know, that, that is the difference. You know, defenders can defend, the field players can get on the ball but the attackers at this level, you know, they will punish you and Leipzig missed a few chances themselves by the way in the first half and that should have been a massive, massive warning. Two VAR goals kind of disallowed and then Joe Hart hands on one and then that third goal is, is, is world class.
3: This, I mean, this now is becoming... The kind of away performance in the Champions League under Ange Posigogo that probably people feared before yeah. the campaign yeah, yeah. started. Mm-hmm. I think the I mean, James probably,
1: McCarthy's coming on. Yeah, That's yeah. Not, I think they I think they, confound, I
3: think they confounded people with the uh, the, the the way they played Shakhtar Donetsk. they did reasonably well for fifty seven minutes against Real Madrid. This is a bit more like a reality check, this one. And the worrying thing if we go back to it, Cal McGregor off of a knee injury they're losing players, they're dropping like flies and they really need to get Cameron and Carter Vickers and Carol Starfield back in at ASAP.
1: Yeah, you're not even dealing with the elite of the competition in RB Leipzig, no offence to them. And mm-hmm. yet, you know, Andre Silva's got 51 Portugal caps. You know, it's like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's <laughs> the sort of... Yeah. Jack exactly. on is, uh, the, the, the table you're dining at. Uh, Kyogo's gone off, uh, set up Jota's goal uh, to draw Celtic level early in the second half. Jackie Emacus replacing Kyogo, James McCarthy replacing... I'm not sure he, he missed it yeah. There. Yeah.
2: Yeah. One thing about Maeda
1: He kind of was absolutely shattered
3: obviously as we, mentioned,
2: we mentioned Maeda uh, coming off and, and he looked shattered You know like Stephen just said there Like, And you don't often see that I don't think I've ever seen that actually mm. Looks extremely tired So I wonder if he's got an injury Or he was just They put that much effort into this game For the first 60-65 minutes That he just fatigued But you know that would be another worry for Celtic With obviously is at St Johnson away Coming up for them at the weekend yep. as well yeah,
3: yeah absolutely I mean you know it's 3-1 And RB Leipzig had two very tight Varkles mm-hmm. for, for for goals Also, So it could have been messy It still could be I think Celtic just have to steady the ship Get through this Lick their wounds Take what they've got And get out of town
1: Yeah Celtic are still giving it a go They're attacking Jota was looking to create something And slips one down the line uh, Again in the second phase For Greg Taylor And I think it's going to be a Celtic corner um, So still giving it a go 83 gone RB Leipzig 3 Celtic 1 Um, Which is all very well and good And Anfield and so on But the big result of the week Was obviously in Dingwall (laughs) last night And uh, Hugh is a Motherwell fan on the line Uh, Did you see that one coming, Hugh?
10: Uh, 100%, I say to a couple of guys Obviously leading up to The last few weeks We were due to hammer somebody Because the chances we created It should have actually happened against Hearts If I'm being honest We just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net Against Hearts We were by far the better team with them We created, I think, a lot more than Hearts And if it wasn't for Craig Gordon and a few uh, saving tackles, the crossbar for Penny, uh, we would have absolutely destroyed. We would have took four or five off the hearts that day, but it wasn't to be. You have seen it coming, and what a difference in a football team. Um, It's just so refreshing to see there how the players have sort of been given free reign to go and express themselves. I mean, Joe Edford is a perfect example uh, I think he was held back a lot. Well, the full team was, I think, was held back under Graham Alexander, and his tactics were shocking. And you can see the fans obviously leaving stadiums and not even interested in even going to the games. Now we're getting a lot more crowd in. You're getting a lot more behind the team now just because of the the effort they're putting in. I mean, how could a team get beaten 3-0 at home against us and get applauded off the park? That just says it all for how Hamill and Brian Kerr set that team up and how positive it is. So refreshing to see. The major thing is, get Matt Penny on a contract and don't let him leave in January. Because what a left back here. The Ipswich left back must be phenomenal if he's came how out of the team.
1: Yeah, so just just there. quickly, a mini good spell for Celtic there. A lovely reverse pass from James McCarthy. Greg Taylor was in the box, couldn't quite find. The shot went out for a corner. Uh, the corner came in, kept the pressure on a bit. But then uh couldn't beat his man and it was out for a goal kick. Um it was a slightly loaded question to Hugh Could you see it coming Because <laughs> it, it, look, it looks like a surprise result But he is actually right How they done the Dundee United game stayed 0-0 No one really knows And I keep referencing it Because it shows you That it's not just my bias As soon as the Hearts game finished Andy Halliday text to say I have no idea how that finished 3-0 So Motherwell had been creating chances when you're doing that, Marvin,
2: can it feel like it's a matter of time before it clicks in front of goal? Most definitely. And, you know, like Hugh said there, the team are capped off after, after losing 3-0. But if you see effort, if you see a performance, if you see what the players are trying to do and it's just not your day, you know, fans will take that all day long. It's, it's when you go out there and you, and you don't agree with the tactics, maybe, you know, you don't think the players are performing to the level that they can. That's when the problems start. But, you know, Hamill's got a feel-good factor back at Motherwell now. You know, it's fantastic to see a young coach going into kind of his first job. Um, absolutely brilliant. And as Hugh said, he, he's kind of turned it around for them. Um, you know, to go up to Dingwall and win 5 0, you know, that's not easy no matter who you are. It's a tough place to go. I know Ross currently haven't started well this season. I totally get that, but it doesn't matter. That That's a tough, tough place to go. And to go there and win that game 5 0, that shows the direction that Motherwell are travelling then.
1: Yeah, Stephen, I heard that all the, the press box at Anfield last night were all watching the game in Dingwall on phones and tablets <laughs> yeah. and stuff, trying to keep across it. But yeah. um, when when you did see the result, what did you make of it?
3: Stunned to be honest Really surprised it, uh, Almost as surprising as it Napoli winning 6-1 in Amsterdam But m- m- maybe not quite I mean, When was the last time Murrowell won 5-0 away from home In the Premier
1: League Hugh do you know Because I don't uh, It
3: happened I think it was 2015 That's impressive Hugh That is impressive but,
1: Who was that against I can't Is it St John's. You're just making this up, here <laughs> you? Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. get producer Callum on the case. That's yeah, very uh,
3: impressive. No, listen, I mean, I, I, I was impressed with the way Motherwell went about their business even at Celtic Park, you know. I mean, they, they had Celtic on the ropes and a bit nervous at the end. Um, and I, it's great to see Stephen Hamill because, you know, it's an obvious gamble giving Stephen Hamill a job. He's untried as a first team manager. And you're concerned about how that's going to pad out. It's at the minute. He's beginning to look He's really turning things around Fair play to him
1: Yeah um, Is it onwards and upwards Hugh I'm, It's a bit early isn't it To look at that That league table But I mean you've You've leapfrogged Livingston For instance Which is nice to see um, You know that Ross County Kilmarnock, Dundee United There's a bit of a gap With those three down at the bottom Are you Are you looking upwards And maybe thinking about top six
10: oh, I, I, we always look to stay in the league That's everybody's remit It'll be the Same with Marvin as well Levy will want to just stay in the league that, That's your first remit Anything else you want to cover, If you can get a cup run Take your cup run um, If you get a top six Brilliant uh, I just love how we're playing at the minute I'm so positive Going to games If you get beat you're not. Yeah you can make this hard, But it's not as bad as what it was The last 18 months or so And you're always positive getting into a game uh, Especially last night I was positive going up there Um, And hoping for the result Then you see 1-0 at half time We're playing that good Second half I just think They blew them apart I was actually I've spoken to a few guys You've probably seen on Twitter as well That were obviously happy That Joe Hart's alright After his concussion at the weekend To make sure Because obviously His concussions obviously Helped him give Leipzig that pass So it's good to see That he's obviously He's okay after his concussion um,
1: yeah. he's not having a classic evening in Leipzig shall that's we a touch, say touchy subject
2: in here concussion as well that's true you've had your head <laughs> knock.
1: Um we've managed to make it about five minutes into this conversation without talking about Kevin van Viena hat trick last night the second top scorer joint in the Premiership one behind Cholak he's up there with guys who have you know been really getting the headlines like um, Miofsky and Kyogo um, I think that takes him up to seven in the league
2: last night what a player he is by the way what a focal point he is whether he's scoring goals or you know, he's bringing other players into play his first touch at times and he works hard by the way you know you can't take away from him he does work hard and I think Tony Watt's missing that You know, look at Tony Watt's record since kind of leaving Motherwell and having Van Veen next to him and yes Tony was getting the goals but I, Van Veen was doing so much for him and listen if Motherwell can keep him fit you know, the top six finish should be well within their reach it's so. taken another save from Joe Hart Celtic getting a bit of the, a run around here 89 minutes gone we'll go
1: to Leipzig and get the full time story after these thank you to Hugh and Lanark <laughs>
0: RB Leipzig versus Celtic The old firm in Europe's big league this is Clyde One Super Scoreboards
1: Still not done yet well it's done in the sense that Celtic will not get anything out of this game but the full time whistle hasn't gone 5 minutes added one of them still remaining it's RB Leipzig 3 Celtic 1 Celtic fans you've still got about 15 minutes to get your post-match thoughts in so please do 0141951 at 1025 where's this gone wrong tonight Um, get in touch and let us know oh there's a chance it's for Celtic at the end which might just sum it up Jota and Greg Taylor doing well Flashed across to the edge of the box, and someone was at Hicks's Banner with a big foot. fresh air swipe.
3: It's been a second half since Jota Equalised, which promised so much, but then has been watched through the cracks of the fingers. I think this has been a reality check for Celtic. It's been a, to coin a phrase, a chasing.
1: Mm, absolutely. And uh, Leipzig aren't done yet either. They they really want to make a statement there coming forward again. Very impressive. The Celtic have still tried to go forward as well. They've, they've tried to make it happen, but it's, yeah, Stephen says clearly only one team deserving of winning this game so Celtic fans come on what have you made of it 0141951 it is still oh, over.
3: oh my that's brilliant
1: and it's all over is it
6: I think the referee's yeah, yeah he's I having a look enough. Uh, Gabriel
1: <laughs> has the full time picture from Germany
6: yeah full time here at the Red Bull Arena and it is 3-1 to RB Leipzig a thrilling encounter Leipzig's class showed in the end Two goals from Andre Silva cancelled out Jota's second half equaliser after Christopher Nkunku's first half opener. Early on, there were half chances at both ends. It was an end to end start as we expected. In the 18th minute, the host thought they were in front. Nkunku was slipped through. At a lovely dink finish over Joe Hart, but he was shown to be marginally offside. That woke Celtic up and they had a brilliant 10-minute spell rattling Leipzig. They had three huge chances. A header from Kyogo that forced a good save from substitute goalkeeper. Uh, a short corner gave Greg Taylor a chance. He curled it into the keeper's midriff, and then a straight pass gave Kyogo another excellent opportunity. His shot was deflected just wide, and then from the resulting corner, Celtic's trouble started. A uh, short corner was cut back to Callum Grege, he took a heavy touch, Leipzig were on him like a flash and countered. The ball ended up in the back of the net. This time it was Nkunku who would get his goal. McGregor then had to come off with a knock. Oliver Alvegard coming on and that was and will be a big blow going forward for the Hoops. Uh, 1-0 at the interval but it was the perfect restart for the visitors. Two minutes after half time there was a cheap turnover of possession. Reo Hetate rolled the ball through to Kyogo who took his time he didn't even need to look up, he knew where Jota was in the left wing he passed it to him and Jota coolly slotted the ball back across the goalie 1-1, game on uh, Dominic George Bly then hit the post after a fantastic 1-2 with It would have been a magical goal and then started a crazy turn of events just after the hour mark jean curled in a brilliant 20-yard strike to give the hosts the lead however Andre Silva was judged to have been blocking Joe Hart's view. The goal was ruled out by VAR Celtic in the away end, celebrated like they scored a goal. Suddenly, the ball was back at Joe Hart just after the restart, and he had a terrible attempt to play out. He passed the ball straight to Zolobzai, who fed Andre Silva, and he stuck it in the back of the net. In the 76th minute, the game was over, and Kunku, who was outstanding all night, put a brilliant cross-field pass over Taylor's head to Simikan who put a 1st time volley across to Silva, showed his composure a touch, and finish. Three one there. Celtic certainly could have scored more, but the final result was a fair one. They sit bottom of the group on just one point after three games. Full time here in Germany. RB Leipzig three. Celtic one.
1: And he's a Celtic fan on the line to give us that quick reaction. Andy, how tough was that to watch?
9: Well, I didn't really see it, guys. I've been mean, listening to the radio went like working tonight, but uh, obviously it's 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 hard to tell, but I mean it, <laughs> These teams, what I'm saying to your producer there, although it's great to get to the Champions League, get the money for the club, get the big draw, the Real Madrid and all the rest of it, the big Knights. When it comes to it, I actually do believe that our level probably will be, I think, the group, Europa League. It's good to compete and all the rest of it, but this competition, I just think, is too much for us. All the game was poised at one each tonight, the they missed a few chances, albeit they could have cut a goal-chopped off. All that aside, I, I still keep coming back to it. I think the Europa League's probably a level.
1: I always hear this though, Stephen, and as true as it may be, you could face an RB Leipzig in the Europa League. Maybe it takes you to the latter stages, as Rangers found out and, and were successful last season. They finished fourth in the Bundesliga last season, they're 11th currently, They are a very good team because, in in terms of what we've just watched, you know, just with your eyes, forget where they are. You've just watched a good team. You're still not dealing with the absolute cream of Europe. They're not one of Europe's elite. So, this notion that, ah, it's just because, you know, it's the Champions League and, ah, we're no more comfortable in the Europa League, Celtic should still, surely, have ambitions of doing better tonight.
3: Well, yeah, the the Europa League wasn't especially comfortable when Bodo Glint came to town last year. Let's, Let's not forget that. But I take Andy's point. I've made the same point myself, I think Celtic and Rangers are Europa League teams The Champions League's proving a tough old finish in school You look at the the, the, the stats, Celtic two defeats, one draw, seven goals against, 2-4 Rangers three defeats, no goals, nine against Last night it was Malik Tillman and Ryan Kent getting it in the net Now you'll have Joe Hart, questions over him, whether he should stay in the team It was three goals going on seven tonight Andy uh, Which might actually back up your point, but the one thing I would ask you in front of a full Celtic park at home, do you know like about Celtic winning the return game next week? Oh, I, I
9: definitely I fancy Celtic next week. I
3: well, you you. Well, we, we, but, that, but that kind of contradicts mm. the point you're know, you trying to make. I mean, they're not out of it yet. They've still got one point. Win that game next week. They're back in four points. The yeah. battle for second, even third is, is right in the mixing pot.
1: If Celtic play anything like that and RB Leipzig play anything like that, yeah. it'll be pretty
2: tough, Marvin, yeah. next week.
3: Yeah. Whether
1: it's at Celtic Park or
2: not, most definitely, most definitely. But I, I still think I agree with Stephen. I think you know, listen, Celtic win their two remaining home games, I think at worst they are going to be third place mm. in the league. Um, I really do think they can get second if, if they win both of those. Obviously, mm. needed a bit of luck with you know the other two drawn when they play. Maybe we could just because we're short
1: on time keep that for you know sort of looking forward in terms of tonight. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, well beaten is is this the night that it, that it does? It, you know the the. the the assessment of Celtic's group changes a bit because you can only do it game by game. Yeah. I and mean, the first game, well, that's a good performance. That mm-hmm. okay, three nil, and then even the second game, okay, you take a point away from home, and definitely should have won it. But now, as Steven says, it's now one point from three games, and a lot of goals conceded. You know, it, it,
2: it is in is in no way a good start to the. No. No, so they, they agree. totally agree. It's not a great start at all. You know, only stretch of the imagination. But I'm still going into that final third and saying, if if you're more clinical, these things change. Because listen, when when it's one-one or whatever else, and Leipzig are going forward and you know Celtic can't take in their chances, it puts massive pressure on the you know Celtic defenders. Joe Hart's mistake shouldn't happen. I don't think it will happen again. But again, Andrew, we're saying to them, we have to be more ruthless. This is the elite. You know, we're dying at the top table now. If we can take our chances, it takes so much pressure off us in the game. It changes the dynamics of the game. You don't score and teams start to think, well, hang on a minute, they're getting chances, but they're not scoring. If we can get one here, they're in massive trouble. If we get two, they're totally blown away. Yeah, I mean, that would certainly have been true of the Shakhtar game, but, I mean, Leipzig had so many chances tonight, didn't they? Yeah, no, they had chances too. And, and that's, that's the thing. Defensively, you're thinking we, we are giving up chances, but I still say, if you don't score goals in the Champions League you're not, you, in, in any competition you're not going to go through you're not going to win games of football
3: Ultimately for Celtic now the big question is the medical list is Cameron Carter Vickers going to be back when is Carol Starfield going to be back it sounds like a couple of weeks Carol McGregor would be a massive loss these are big key players for them, And it doesn't just that raise questions in terms of the Champions League It raises questions for yeah. going to St Johnstone on Saturday For a 12.30 kickoff, off When they're trying to keep in front of Rangers Who are just two points mm. behind
1: uh, Andy, a really bad mistake from Joe Hart tonight He was certainly part of a mistake at the weekend People can argue back and forward Whether it's Juranovic's fault or Joe Hart's fault um, Have you got any concerns about the goalkeeper at this point in time? Or is it just a, a blip?
9: Well, I know. I know before he came up here, he was kind of known for the odd mistake, but but buying large, I mean, he's
3: some goalkeeper really. So no, I would stick by him.
1: Yeah, he's done well for Celtic. It's, really, it's, it's a but...
3: really difficult decision because he's a big figure in the dressing room. He's he's a big influential senior player. You know, I'd kind of throw this over to Marvin. Actually, I mean, if you, if you, if you're in a dressing room with a guy like that, it's a really difficult decision, isn't it? Not?
2: Yeah, but I think if if you do want to take him out, I'm not saying that Ange does want to take him out or whatever else. I, I imagine he'll come out and back as goalkeeper and rightly so because Andy said he's been classed this season. But if you pull him in and say, listen, I'm going to take you out for the next game. You're going to go back in for the following Champions League game. I think sometimes players appreciate that rest. Mm-hmm. they mentally and, and physically. Listen, when he plays domestic, he has to be concentrated because he gets one or two shots against him. Tonight was a tough night for him mm-hmm. and he's given away a goal. So I think you can take him out of the team. You have the chat with him You put Segrist in And you say Listen Segrist He's coming back in For the Champions League game Still my number one He's just having a rest um, Callum McGregor went off Injured Andy First half How worrying is that
9: uh, It's very worrying He doesn't miss a game Really does he He plays every minute But uh, Hopefully he recovers And uh, we see him soon
1: I don't know if, if, did, did that have a, a direct bearing on, on the game Because Leipzig Were creating chances With McGregor on the pitch He actually gave the first Goal away in a sense Celtic still managed to create. Once he went off, that you know was it was this about more than the absence of Callum
2: McGregor? I'd imagine. Oh, definitely about more, but that didn't help. You know, it does have a bearing on it because he's your captain, he's your leader. You know, he's he, someone takes the ball in any situation. Um, you know, he puts in a huge shift for the football club. And when he goes off, Celtic are a weaker team. There's no doubt about that. But as you said, you know, at times Leipzig was still uh, cutting Celtic apart with him on the pitch. But I have to say, I don't think it made it any better. You know, him going off. And hopefully, you know, it's not long-term injury because, as I said, he's massive for Celtic. Yes, he was missing at the weekend no matter what, but they can't afford for him to be out for two, three, four weeks. Um, yeah, be interesting. We're probably... Well, we're not going
1: to hear, I don't think, in time from Ange Postacoglu unless it's the quickest press conference of all time, Stephen. Um,
3: yeah. I've, I've known managers to want to get out of time quite quickly after these results, so not it out. You could...
1: Easily see the positives from the first two games. Mm. People can then argue how many there were, fine, but there yeah. were they were obviously positives. I wonder if you you won't be quite as optimistic tonight.
3: You can't be after that 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 performance of result. He always says it's about performance. He always says if you get the performance right. Like, and fair play, Joe Hart is now standing up doing an interview after that. So fair play to him for coming out and facing the music. But he always says it's about performance, and if you get the performance, of result followed the performance was decent in the first half. They, they, they you know, they, they created chances, got the requires, but you have to say, for the vast majority of the second half, they were being hounded and they were completely outplayed. As I say, there were three goals, two VAR decisions which went in their mm-hmm. favour and RB Leipzig hit the post. like Leipzig get a better team than I thought they were, I'll give them that. Um, but, you know, I, I think if you, the Celtic fans will cling to the fact, you look at the group win next week at home and get right back in it that's the only thing you can cling to tonight
1: yeah tough night Celtic fans you can reflect more on it tomorrow we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu Rangers fans you'll have even longer to get over the Liverpool game last night it finished Arby Leipzig 3 Celtic 1 we've got Kilmarnock St Johnston getting underway tonight as well uh, and Hearts play Fiorentina tomorrow so lots to get through if you just can't get enough of Scottish football make sure you check out the big Scottish football podcast with Col Robert it's our pal Stephen Mill and Cameron bringing you an SPFL review every Monday this is the bit that Marvin likes special guests like Ailey Barber even our own Mark Wilson Hugh Keevan's on this week in top form by all accounts so available on all your usual podcast platforms the usual um it's the big scottish football podcast sorry brought to you by call robert we are back tomorrow with mark wilson and gordon DL and in the meantime stay right there callum gallagher is up next